Who don't like a creamy vanilla or chocolate milkshake from time to time? Or a slushy, really thick like mud or wet sand? Are we sure that's not what it is? I always expect to find a little seashell at the bottom of the cup. Or a little sand crab crawling crawling its way to the top. But you got to be careful because... One study has shown that shake drinks can cause your blood vessels to constrict, making it more difficult for blood to pass through the body properly. Also, your red blood cells change in shape, becoming spiky instead of their usual smooth texture, which decreases blood flow to some extent. But don't everybody panic. You can still indulge in your unhealthy ways if you choose. Because these are apparently temporary effects that do not switch, that do actually switch back to normal. So as long as you're not drinking three shakes a day, you should be fine. The Bible talks about shakes and shaking, but in a different way. It talks about how God will shake all the nations, shaking the heavens and earth. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means he ruffles our feathers. He shakes us up to wake us up. He allows certain things to happen in life to show us what a godless society looks like. For us to say, hey, wait a minute. What is going on here? This train is way off the tracks. Like nowadays, we look around and notice all the deceit and lies, all the corruption at every level of society, where we say to ourselves that, This stuff got to stop. How did it get so bad? Well, it got so wretched by us ignoring God and the Bible. As we disregarded everything he told us to do and not to do, we couldn't care less about it. To the point where we now say, you know what? We should return to God. We should listen and obey as soon as possible. Because our way ain't working. We, we, we do need help and direction, as it turns out. We, like Adam and Eve, really can't determine what's right and wrong. We really can't rely on our human nature and on our own understanding. It just doesn't work. So when God shakes us up with problems and trouble, it's for our own good. Because really, we really do need a wake-up call from time to time in order for us to reevaluate and make much-needed adjustments before it's too late. But it will never be too late for true, honest, sincere Christians who follow Jesus, like Daniel's three friends, telling the bad king before they were thrown in the furnace, they said, There is no need for us to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If our God, whom we serve, can save us from the white-hot furnace and from your hands, O King, may he save us. But even if he will not, know, O King, that we will not serve your God or worship the golden statue which you set up. In other words, no matter what happens, good or bad, We will stand with God and never bow to you, you fat-ass king.
wearing a weird pointy hat of some kind and a dress. You got stockings and high heels under there too? Daniel's three friends were 100% committed and convicted to God of the Bible, like we should be today. They survived the furnace, as we all know, because of God's protection. The book says they walked about in the flames, singing to God and blessing the Lord. Even the king said, for there is no other God who can rescue like this. Rescue once again, as in a savior coming to the rescue. Yes, God and Jesus, who is a man and a God at at the same time, were referred to both as saviors. Very interesting. God Father in the Old Testament, once again, delivered, rescued, and saved Jehoshaphat and Hezekiah when insurmountable evil armies were about to attack and kill everybody. They both held their ground with God who would protect and direct them no matter what. Even though on their own, they were powerless to defend themselves. They really had no chance other than their faith and belief in God Almighty believing and trusting in the promises and miracles of God. And it's the same thing for us today. Faced with high levels of evil conspiracies all over the world, God tells us, like those in the Old Testament, to never be afraid or scared. And as long as we cling to and stick with God, God will stick with us. We're given these examples in the Bible to comfort us to show us how God's people were protected, just as he will do for us today. That's why the Bible is so crucial and important in all of our lives to reassure us by Old Testament examples on how we are to behave, on how we are to maintain our cool and our peace within as God proves his love for us time and time again. So let's not go haywire over the ridiculous news on Fox or CNN or anywhere else. Dedicate more and more time to God. Get closer and closer. As bad as everything seems, just doesn't matter. As it's all counteracted by the strong relationship we have with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Just everybody relax. Now, we can naturally still do our due diligence and speak up for what's right, and spread the truth every chance we get. Absolutely, we need to do that. To be watchmen of God to some extent, for sure. And there are times that we do, in fact, get upset with some anxiety as we become emotional, because we're still human. But don't let society and evil control your disposition of peace. Never lose the overall perspective That God is sovereign, and he maintains ultimate control throughout. So when God in the Bible says, stop worrying and be anxious about nothing, let's do our very best to listen and to come back to earth and to calm it down. Because why? Because God says so. God will come through. Like firemen coming through your door to save the day? Like those stud muffin guys on your fireman calendar wearing nothing but wide suspenders 
Do they still have them? Do they still make them? I don't know about you, but I prefer my local firemen practicing climbing ladders as opposed to posing with a come-hither look. But that's just me. I don't need my firemen rescuers with ocean blue eyes, with a fabulous smile showing off perfectly straight white teeth. Not important. But for some people, it is important. In fact, some people choose their friends and the people that they rely on on the basis of looks. Thinking that because he or she looks so pretty, they must be intelligent, good, helpful, trustful people. But as we all find out eventually, that's not always the case. People can very easily use their looks as a weapon. That's why in the Bible it says, don't judge people's worth by the way they look. Because, for example, a homeless disheveled person in the streets can have much more character and a will to help others so much more than your successful pretty boy in a three-piece suit. So think again on how you choose your friends. We know that it matters what their heart is all about and, and their thoughts and their character and their honesty and all those nice virtues that hopefully they have as long as well as we have. But just because they're good looking, don't make the mistake that they're all that. Because remember, those looks will fade. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You hit your prime maybe in your 20s somewhere. But you got to be careful because what happens when you're 30? Well, 30, you can still hang in there. But 40s, 50s, and 60s, you end up looking like me. I look around on how things are politically and socially in this world, and I cringe. Like when my brother chews with his mouth open, spitting out morsels as he talks. Yes, I want to get married one day and have kids. But I worry, what kind of world am I bringing them into? Like walking into Count Dracula's dark castle. I see so much bickering, fighting, hatred, confusion, deceitfulness, and lies. And the schools nowadays are so lame. Schools are only interested in creating another brick in the wall. Nevertheless, God willing, I'll meet a good man and get married and have many children as God blesses me with. I won't be scared and succumb to any tyranny sponsored by Satan, and I suggest you do the same. I also suggest that you give Robert of Don't Bring Up God on WAB a call, and if you do, I promise to name my first child after you. Mm, not really. I don't need any Franks or Gertrudes. Yeah, if you want to give that call, feel free at 833-707-7900. When the Lord was talking to Samuel in the Old Testament, he said, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Hey, let's not forget that. If God looks at the heart, don't you think we should do the same? I remember noticing in high school that all the good-looking people seemed to be more on the run, wired, and never satisfied. 
And the kids with a little bit above average looks or average looks or even below average looks seem to be more content with people and relationships in general. These were the people who had solid, friendly, caring, loving relationships, including friends and dating partners, as opposed to those good-looking people, that good-looking group, who seemed to be always looking for something better because they could never lower themselves to date somebody who was just average. And as a result, they stayed single. So appearance can be more trouble than what it's worth. Just like intelligence. Intelligence with a critically thinking mind, not afraid to ask questions, can get you into trouble in more ways than one. As opposed to somebody with average intelligence enjoying the ignorance is bliss theory. There is some truth to that. But whatever gift God decides to give you, it's up to us to use it properly and not abuse it. And not try to use it strictly for our own gain. Many times at the expense of others. Of course, there's nothing wrong with physical beauty and intelligence. I think most of us would love to have it. But again, it's how you utilize it. An arrogant heart will certainly abuse, while a humble heart will not have the ulterior motives. The humble heart will realize that they did nothing to achieve it, that it was a gift from God. How can we own something and think we're responsible for it if it all was given to us, handed to us on a silver platter since birth? just doesn't make sense speaking of calendars calendars uh earlier uh used to used to get those nature calendars with animals oceans and blue skies but they went up from 4.99 to 17.99 i'll look out the window for that price maybe i'll start making my own all you need is a pen and a ruler right Connecting squares together like like Hollywood squares with Paul Lynn always in the center square, never giving it up. I think he lived in there 24-7, afraid of some new up-and-coming actor who might take his place. You know, when Paul Lynn died, I, I believe he was buried not in a casket, but in that center booth. He was dedicated. Now, what comes to mind when we hear the word hypocrite do we think about joe biden touting justice in america while all along his wonderful son is up to his neck in china deals prostitutes and drugs or do we think of preachers like jimmy swaggart and jim baker back in the day and even now td jakes with that deep voice of his sounding like mafasa as accusations are flying of his involvement with homosexuality and possibly underage violations? Or do we think of hypocrites like the Pope, who's supposed to be a servant of God spreading his message? And why does he sound like a politician pushing many concepts of stupidity, including global warming and a one-world religion? The book says, You hypocrites, how accurately did Isaiah prophesy About when he said, this people pays me lip service, but their heart is far from me. It's amazing to me 
that all the issues and situations of today, we, we, we find the same 2,000, 4,000, 6,000 years ago, where people are people regardless of the time zone or generation. Human beings with their human nature is an absolute constant throughout history. That's why the Bible, without question, is also a constant throughout history. Because it was written for human beings of the past, the same human beings of today. So how could it be outdated just for the old folk? It's not. And that's why the holy inspired word of God can never be tossed aside as irrelevant. It's a precious book for all of us to adhere to. That's why you can't uh, be a witness, um, ambassador, or servant of God and behave according to your own agenda. Because it should be all about the good news of the Bible. Why are you sticking your nose into places where it clearly doesn't belong? Unless you are compromised in some way or another, like most people of power and influence are. Sadly, it looks you need to be compromised and corrupt first before you attain those positions of power. And that's a big reason our whole system is broken down. Sometimes instead of, uh, instead of making home improvements to a house, it's better just to demolish it and start from the bottom up because it's just too far gone. And, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen when Jesus comes back a second time. He's going to scrap the whole kit and caboodle of this fallen earth. And he's going to start fresh with a new kingdom led by him exclusively. Somebody we can finally trust. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Now, does this hypocrite term apply to the person in the mirror? Have you ever been a hypocrite in your life on any issue or topic? I think we all have to some degree in our life. And you feel bad when it happens because people look at you with contempt, saying to themselves, who does he or she think he or she is? Pretending to be somebody that they're not. Pretending to be this good Samaritan hero when in reality, they are no better than the fungus in between your toes. I hope that doesn't apply to you or me. Hey, what is worse? A fungus, wart, rash, or discoloration of the skin? I'm thinking the fungus, even though the first three letters of the word is F-U-N, fun. There's nothing fun about fungus. Like a shiny, bulbous, lip-cold sore. Could this cold sore pick a worse place to pop its ugly head? Right on your lip as you're facing somebody talking. There's no way to hide it. As the person you're talking to is pretending not to notice. Thinking to himself, what is that? It's the size of a supermarket tomato. On sale, no less. Uh, you know, they, they wonder, hey, is that thing contagious? By breathing and talking with her, could I contract one of those nasty boys? I'm not going to take any chances. going to tell her I got to go to the bathroom. I'm out of here. So let's all agree to be straight shooters. Let's realize that we're not perfect and that we don't have to hide our inadequacies. Just be honest with yourself and others. 
Because if you do, we'll have more harmony with people and with God. I don't know why we seem to go out of our way to butt heads with God Almighty, because it's not going to end well. That's like a flea taking on a rhinoceros, or like the eagles taking on San Francisco. You just got no chance. When Jacob argued, fought, or wrestled with an angel of God, he ended up getting his hip at the socket joint wrenched, which caused him to walk with a limp from that point on. Telling telling us that if you mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns because there are consequences that get slapped on us when we go against the grain of God, when we disobey, thinking our way is better than his. And sometimes these consequences are long-lasting, sometimes throughout the rest of our lives. And that goes for Christians who follow Jesus and are saved. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And that could mean the permanent death of a person, a marriage, a family, relationships, careers. Something usually is going to die off. And even though we may want to, we just can't change the past. The gauntlet has fallen on some of our behaviors. And sometimes these are the things that we just have to accept and take responsibility for and do our best to make sure that these negative occurrences in our life never happen again. As we all should get better and better over time, learning and maturing each day of our lives, no matter how old you are. We learn a ton of stuff between the age of zero and six. You know that. The the little kid babies and children, they absorb things like a sponge. We also learn inside the womb. The Bible says that God has knitted us in the womb. Even before we were conceived, he knew us. So the learning and developmental process is constantly going on when sometimes we don't even know it's happening. Hi, everybody. I'm a strong, determined, independent young woman. And let's be clear here. I do not identify as a man in any way. Those identifying as the opposite sex or for that matter, as a leprechaun or a penguin change nothing. They are still who God made them to be at birth, who need to accept their position and place in life. Just as I can't bench 300 pounds, a transgender so-called man still pees sitting down. Nothing you can do about it. Unless, of course, you pay thousands of dollars to change your plumbing. Nasty. I wonder if their pipes ever get clogged. Do they have to use Drano? So my message to everybody is that not all of the younger generation has lost their mind. I may lose my sunglasses and my phone from time to time, but never my mind. We need to all continue to follow in Jesus' footsteps and stop distorting God's great designs. And also, don't forget to call Dope Bring Up God. Sunday morning on WAB from 8 to 9. From 8 to 9 at 833-707-7900. If you want to tap into the podcast, simply search Don't Bring Up God Podcast or go to pavlinskypoems.com. P-A-V-L-I-N-S-K-Y. Yeah, yeah. Now, even though I'm not crazy about many things the Catholic Church has done, Including the, including the many popes over the years, I still appreciate the godly training that I did receive and did absorb.
Because when I switched from Catholic school to public school, I did notice a difference in the kids. I couldn't put my finger on it in the beginning, but eventually did. The public school kids generally were more self-centered and not as nice. They seem to be more narrow-minded in their scope, looking out for themselves. They seemed a little bit more cold and not as considerate. They seemed to be more arrogant than humble. So I definitely detected differences between Catholic school and public school kids, which makes me feel very fortunate for my roots, because the godly information and disposition of the nuns and priests did transfer into me to some degree or another. I wonder sometimes why I think the way that I do and others don't. Well, it's because of the different upbringing that I had, which they did not have. I shudder to think nowadays what kind of training kids are getting. It just seems to me that the foundation of something and somebody more important than ourselves is not being taught. They're simply not getting that because they're not being exposed to that spiritual dimension. In other words, they know nothing of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And even though I didn't understand much of it growing up through grade school, it nevertheless sank in and got solidified over the years. Oh, yes, it did. And we got a call at 833-707-7900. Who's this? Robert, good morning. Hey, Rudy, what's happening? Hey, listen, man, you got to give me today at least two minutes because, um, okay, listen, I'm really calling you and still, like, um, feeling that what's happening in um, Palestine and the Middle East, and it's kind of crazy because, like, um, you know, uh, these kids, man, being murdered was, like, was cold, like, cold-blooded, uh, people, murderers, killing them like nothing, like a machine. And, um, you know, and believe it or not, a lot of people in the United States protesting, but, you know, the media not showing that. And thousands of people don't want this this killing. And, um, you know, the sad part is, um, you know, is, uh, American people still don't know the truth, why uh, Israel, you know, being established... They still believe that, you know, this land, it was like um, for, uh, you know, land without people, for the people without land. And, you know, and our our people paying the price for somebody else's problem, you know, because if the European at the time and, and you know, Americans, they don't want to deal with the Jews, you know, so what they do is they go and put them in the Middle East. And, um, you know, I mean, to do their bidding, but, um, you know, you know it, it sounds like a little bit to me that uh, the Jewish Israel is genociding uh, the Palestinian people, sort of like how Hitler supposedly was doing the same to the Jewish people back many years ago. It's kind yes. of similar. Yes, it's true. And, but you know what, keep in mind, Robert. Hitler did not only do it to the Jewish people. Hitler killed more Russians than Jews. And I'm not sure why people don't even talk about that. Hitler killed a lot of other people than Jews. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, 20, 30 million uh, Russians died. Nobody talked about them. Um, 
I, you know, and and that what happened? Let's say what happened in Germany was all true. What is the Arabs has to do with it? How is somebody like Benjamin Netanyahu from you know East Europe? He, he, you know, he has the right to live in Palestine. I understand any Jews, if you're an atheist, Jew, Jew, a Christian, Muslims, whatever, and you're from Palestine, you have the right to be there. You could be anything you want, but you're from that land. What is it has to do with a German, a, you know, a Jewish German person has the right to do in Palestine, or an Englishman, if he's Jew, has to do with Palestine? That become like become like an ethnic. Um, saying, you know, I mean, they're trying to make this lie that anybody, um, a Jew is like some kind of ethnicity, and it's not. Um, it's a religion, you know what I mean, and they're trying to gather whatever to make it like it's their land, and then they kick somebody else from their land. That's not right, man. However you put it, it's not right. Yeah, in, indiscriminate killing, especially women and, and young children, innocent little kids, that can't be right no matter no, how, I, how you frame it. Folks call themselves Christian and still, okay. like, call, you know, call a show or even anybody in, in Allentown or United States calls themselves Christian and, and agree with what's going on or, like, you, you know, um, the ignorance of the American people because American people, for what I, I, I understood, they're really good people, but they're just misled they so um, ignorant about this topic, man. It's like the propaganda is, is like almost planted, not from now, from hundred years ago. And we don't and, give as, and we don't give enough effort to research it and investigate it on our own. So hey, we all got to check ourselves. There's no doubt about that. Thanks for the call, Rudy. Thank you, Robert. All right. I think you got everything in there, Rudy. I gave you plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. You said what has to be said. So the Word of God, as I was talking about earlier, we all need to spread that Word of God because the good news must be heard. And you know what? Most people, whether they know it or not, are desperate to hear it. It's their only lifeline. Remember lifeline on who wants to be a millionaire? They should, uh, they should now have a new updated show called Who Wants to Be a Transsexual? Come on down. I looked up the word transsexual, and here's what it said. Transsexual people experience a gender identity that is inconsistent with their assigned sex and desire to permanently transition to the sex or gender with which they identify, usually seeking medical assistance, including sex reassignment therapies, such as hormone replacement therapy and sex reassignment surgery to help them align their body with their identified sex or gender. <laughs> wow. If they put it that way, it makes me want to get one. But man, how sickly can you get? And you know those treatments and surgeries are incredibly expensive, making doctors once again richer than they already are. I'd like to perform a procedure on a procedure or surgery to permanently stick doctors' heads up their butts. Because that's where it belongs. Sorry to get so crude and graphic, but if you're gonna if you're going to derange another person, then you deserve the worst. Period. End of story. 
How can anybody think the solution to a particular problem is a sex change operation? When we have difficulties in our life, we open up our Bibles and not our legs. Because troubles in our lives will always be with us. That's just part of life. The important thing is how we react to them. Every time I get discouraged and bogged down with some type of situation, instead of riding the road down to anxiety, depression, and misery, I quickly go to a Bible verse where it says, gold is tested in fire. I like that one. Reminding me that this is how we get purified and refined. This is how we get prepared to become a better and more efficient child of God in order for us to do His will for our life. It's all an attitude thing. Are we going to take the negative all the time and fall for Satan's tricks and tactics? Or are we going to take the positive side and understand how God's process works? which will allow us to take more things in stride, saying to ourselves, God got this covered. He knows what he's doing. Now, because I hear still uh, shots, boosters, and killer vaccines still being pushed onto us through TV and radio advertisements, I find myself having to address it once again even though I hate to do it. I hear more and more of these professional doctors with character on the internet talking about the harm and death resulting from all of it, as they say that all the players involved in this knew exactly what was going on, but never opened their mouths in fear of getting reprimanded and losing their jobs. So since the powers that be are still attempting to kill off millions and billions of people... I just figured I'd remind you to not trust these governmental and medical liars and murderers. Don't believe anything that comes out of their filthy mouths through the media. Because we've all been played once again. And are continuing to be played. And there's no putting back the genie in the bottle. Because the powers that be control everything. And now even the hospitals, especially the hospitals. Man, is there anybody left anywhere that puts God ahead of money, power, and influence? And even above their own lives? Because the way it looks, we are all going to be called to make a decision one way or the other. And it's not going to be pretty. Will you snivel and lie and get up? Or give up on your principles and your faith to save your own hide? Would you? Will you? Did you? Unfortunately, nowadays, people don't have principles and faith to give up. They don't have any godly qualities and virtues to compromise because they're non-existent. Like a hooters with ugly, flat-chested waitresses. It doesn't exist. So you got to talk in terms of 2024, that people understand nowadays. you got to ask, would you give up your best friend the phone to save your hide? Would you give up your Coke and JD to save your hide? Would you give up your best porno videos and your counting cards blackjack to save your hide? See, if you put it in those terms, in terms of vices, then... 
people will understand. Hi, everybody. This is your college student spy reporting back to you on exactly what you parents are paying for. And if I was you, I'd ask for a refund. Because the professors are still up to the same insanity. You know, most of them are tenured, which basically means if they were to teach naked on a unicycle during class, you still couldn't get rid of them. Their objective is to get rid of God, parents, family, and to get rid of even us. As we can't refer to each other as he or she anymore. And forget about gender-neutral bathrooms. I think even dogs could use them now. You know what? I think they're all nuts. And that's why we have so many squirrels on campus. I wish Don't Bring Up God would be a class and a major I could take. They're here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Yes, it is. Call at 833-707-7900. If you want to buzz, that's 833-707-7900. The podcast, once again, just simply search Don't Bring Up God podcast or go to pavlinskypoems.com. Yeah, yeah, we got you covered coming and going. If you forget a show or miss a show, go to the podcast. Hey, we got a call at 833-707-7900. Who's this? Good morning, Robert. What's happening? Well, talk about hypocrisy and, uh, in the temple, you had the Pharisees and Sadducees, and they took everybody's best cattle and best livestock, and they asked the people to go where they weren't willing to go themselves. And I have to chuckle. Here's Rudy this morning, which I believe is a blind man. Isn't he a blind man? Yes. All right. Well, Rudy sees more than most people, and here he is calling in. He's not only called in, but he's called in in the past, and he sees more than most of the people that aren't calling in. And uh, I just uh, somewhat amazed at times, you know. That, let's say the way we sit back and we see all this hypocrisy and hypocrites and seats of power, and none of us do anything. But and that's uh, a real talent that the powers that be look for. If you can deceive people and get over on people and play them, they want you to work for them. That's right. Well, it's uh, hypocrisy everywhere. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, it's transcended down through the ages. And I feel like I should be doing more than just calling Roberts, don't bring up uh, God podcast. I feel like I ought to be grabbing politicians and people in alphabetized agencies and yank them over the desk and pounding their heads together. Now, I know what you uh, mean. Uh, I think we should all pray for God to open up doors for us to do more because sometimes, you know, we're locked in and, and there's, we don't know what to do, but that's why we pray and, hey, hey, God, help us out. Help me help your cause. Open the doors. Well, we're up against the Goliath because if you do something... The medias, which are owned by these same world power people, uh, can turn anybody that takes a stand into an a imbecile, into a, a villain. I mean, it would almost be like David fighting Goliath, and David's the bad guy. Uh, David's the clown. And um, so 
here we are. What do you do in this case? Where- and people don't realize how easy it is. I said this before. I have an hour show. I can do anything I want on this show. I could lie and deceive. No one can. No one's going to stop me. I own that hour. Can you imagine these people that own radio stations all over the country and world? They control it. They pay the piper. They pay the bills. They can do whatever they want and put anything across the media that they choose, whether it's true or false. They don't care. Yes, you're you're right. You're hitting the uh, bullseye. And if um, people focused on the real problem, who's behind the real problem, who's the people that pit people against each other, uh, who are they and expose them? You know, is it the Israeli people? Is it the Palestinian people? Or is it the people that are after the gas and oil fields that are off of uh, the coast there? And that's why they want to erase Gaza and Palestinians. I think if everybody had beautiful, chirping little birds in their house, we'd all be a much better place and people and friendly to enjoy nature. I, I love hearing the chirps in the background there. Of are they parakeets yeah. or finches or are they mixed? It's a parakeet. I just recently lost one, and uh, this is uh, this is the mate. And uh, I'm not so sure that he realizes that his mate has passed away. But he's looking for. He's chirping. He's and they have all little personalities, just like different dogs and cats. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I grew up with animals, and I have seen animals uh, do the the craziest things. And um, for instance, prior to this uh, parakeet that I have, which I call Whitecliff, and his mate was Bluebird. I called her Valentine Blue because I got her on Valentine's Day, but she flew into something recently. Uh, the parakeets before that had passed away, and I watched the mate actually come to the other mate and try to lift her up with his wings because she wasn't moving and I had her in a box. And when he could not move her, he just hovered over her like a, a um, well, it would be like a hen hovering over its, its chicks. And uh, so something that small, uh, you know, you wouldn't think has the personality or the capability uh, that it does, but, uh, animals are just amazing at how intelligent they really creatures are. of God. Creatures are God of God are a beautiful thing. Hey, thanks for the call. You bet, Robert. Good day to you. The time is coming, if it's not already here, that Christians must make a decision to either go God's way or the other way. If if you're not with him, you're against him. Like like uh, the faithful Christians getting thrown to the lines in the Roman Colosseum? If you said, no, I don't believe in Jesus, then you can go home and enjoy your lunch. But if you say, yes, I do believe in Jesus, you then become lunch. And that's the kind of thing we're facing today. And if it gets that way, what, what move are you going to make? Because... Believing in Jesus and being a servant of God is more important than life. It is life, especially once we check out of earth. We got to call at 833 707 
800-529-7900. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. What's happening? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think the biggest part of the controversy is do the Israelites really have the right to that land um, you know, or the Palestinians? And if you, if, if you know the Bible or, or re- look it up in the Bible, I should say, uh, I mean, God, God promised that land to Israel. Now, Yeah, I disagree with it, that, but that's another topic. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it is conditional um, based on their obedience. And that's why they were, you know, judged, um, kicked out of the land, if if you will, because of their disobedience. Uh, do you really believe that God is? Do you really believe that God is concerned about a little strip of land, with with everything else going on, with that's, God being love, and all the things that Christianity entails? Do you think He cares about a little strip of land? Absolutely. All right. Because it's defined. It's defined in His Word. In fact, He's given Israel parts of the world uh, specific borders. He's also given the Gentiles and a different nation. He's the one who defined borders of different nations and okay. nation states. So, what's your bottom um, line to all this? Well, there it is in God's Word, so it is important. But uh, the bigger picture is. Now, whether you're Jew or Gentile, we all need a Savior, and that's Jesus. He fulfilled over 300 prophecies. But that's the thing. This uh, piece of land is more yeah. important than Jesus the Savior. It doesn't make sense. And like we talked last week, no, it's not. that the land was given to Abraham's descendants. We are the descendants of of Abraham, believing in Jesus Christ. I talked about that last week. Hey, well, sorry, got to let you go. I got, I got another call to get to. Thanks for the call. Who's this? Good morning, it's Paul. Go ahead. Hey, um, keep up the good work. I uh, I agree, it's it's not the land, but it's the people that are in the land that you're talking about that God has blessed and will continue to bless. And bless also those that stand up for them and curse those that stand up Okay, so them. God's blessing people that don't believe in Jesus at this pre- at the present time. Is that is that what you're well, saying? No, they're they're the Jews. They're his chosen people. Really, really, they're still cho- the chosen people. <laughs> yes, I, absolutely. Okay. That's what, wow! That's what, the word of God what a privilege! Says. What a privilege! Well, yeah. The main gist of the whole Bible is to believe in Jesus and go His way, and they don't. But yet they're blessed. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, listen, Rob. The other thing I wanted to say is it's it's just a shame that we don't know what to believe anymore because. We're led by Decepticons, cowards, and liars, most of them, you know, and yet there's a lot of people like you and I that can get involved and should get involved and step up when we can, because this is the future for our our kids, for the United States. When we see wrong, we have to step up and say no, and then try to correct it. I agree 100%. Got to let you go. I got one more call before we end the show. God bless you. Who's this? Hello? Hello. Go. <clears throat> All that we see happening has to take place for the scriptures to be fulfilled about. Um, you have a building of hatred toward the Jewish people over there. <clears throat> and it's going to continue until... But there's no hatred going the other way from the Jewish people to... Well, not sure. even the Jewish people. The, well, sure, the, the, Israel, the Israel leadership. There's no hatred going from the Israel... Uh, leadership to the Palestinians and Arabs? Oh, abso- absolutely. All right, all right. Don't forget that part. That has to happen in order for Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13. The Lord said that. 
and that's coming. All right. Okay. All right, thank you. Yeah, bye. I got a poem uh, before we go. It's called True Colors. This is one of my favorites. True Colors. Uh, out of the uh, Don't Bring Up God book that you can read for free on the pavlinskypoems.com website. It's really worth it. Uh, like I said, the pictures are magnifico. True Colors. Who knows you? Who do you let in? Depending on the person, which way do you spin? Hiding your true feelings and thoughts? Suppression. Day after day, year after year, throughout a lifetime? Depression. What are we afraid of? What are we scared of? For people to see us for what we are? The hate? The love? We are all human. We are all cut from the same mold. We need affection. We need care. We need somebody to hold. And how do we get it? How do we feel it? By being locked up with lies, with something that does not fit? Stop the insanity, the cruelty, and misery. It is killing you. Stop it with bravery. Have the courage to be honest and truthful with love. It is God's direction and plan from above. Together we are all sinners. Sinners, that's true, but that's not what the poem says. Together we are all sisters and brothers. Never be afraid of your true colors. And then in parentheses it says, God has painted you perfect. Yeah, the, the honesty. Some people are deathly scared of honesty and the truth. I seen it the other day. It, it, it's pretty brutal and I feel sorry for that person because they're running away from themselves. I think they don't want to be honest and truthful because they're trying to hide their inadequacies. And human beings are nothing but a pile of inadequacies, if you take a strong look at it or a weak look at it. It's apparent. So what are you going to do? Just hide your flaws? <laughs> what kind of life is that? Well, why do you even... Why Is that a reason to exist? If... If you're going to spend your whole life pretending to be somebody that you're not, hiding your flaws, how about admit to your sins, admit to your flaws, and be human like the rest of us? Paul directs us to do that for sure. Okay? Just saying, man. Remember, as you have a good day today, all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. W-A-E-B, Allentown. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.